Happy Wednesday. Hello, friends. And welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am the slightly more pink version of Anthony Totri, and he yeah, is the... Yeah, just the beef. Mm. The beef. The big pokey, if you will. Shane Diefenbach I is here. LTC's in the chat. Shane, how's your day going, man? Um, It's good. It is good. Yeah. Things are changing. Things are changing. Things There's are moving. There's a lot to talk about. I changed underwear this morning. That's... that's it's always good. And it is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Yeah, I didn't think we were going to be talking about the changing of your undergarments. Dog, I, we started off the show yesterday with me barking like a seal. That's true. That's if you true. didn't expect something and yeah. stop expecting things it is what it is ltc in the chat i haven't had internet all day just in time absolutely we got a lot to get into today uh, as we have for really the last few days we're going to be touching on the, the big 10 rumors how it impacts the pac 12 specifically arizona state and a potential move to the big 12 uh, then it was fall camp Day three of fall camp and pads came on today. So there was a lot to learn. Talk a little bit about that quarterback competition that is going down. I think we are starting to see who could potentially be the starting quarterback for the Sun Devils. And then uh, to round things out, we got a a new name for a stadium. Yeah. And let's talk about the Big 12. Let's talk about the Big 12, (laughs) the Big 10, and everything else. Going to start things off with a Brett McMurphy tweet uh, that went out just a few hours ago, I believe. And this is just really has to do with the rumors in terms of the Big Ten. So the tweet says, A group of Big Ten presidents have started exploratory discussions on expansion in light of Pac-12 uncertainty. Uh, last August, Action Network HQ reported Big Ten vetted and cleared Oregon and Washington to join league. It made financial sense, though discussions slowed considerably during the commissioner change, but now have re-engaged Big Ten presidents considering Oregon in Washington, along with Stanford and Cal, while also keeping an eye on if any teams leave the ACC. Also, Shane, I don't know if you saw FSU. Yeah. Their, uh, I don't know if it was their AD or their president. Somebody came out and said something. I believe it was their president and said that they will need to leave the ACC unless they get more monies. It's a Uh-oh. lot. It's a lot going on right now in terms of college athletics. I'm uh, going to change my chair real fast. Change your chair. It's, it's super squeaky. It is uh, so squeaky, and I noticed it during bets yesterday, and I meant to say something. That is awesome. That is so damn awesome. Uh, don't hit me. Please don't hit me in the head with this chair. But yeah, so the Big Ten apparently now, obviously the the discussion about Oregon and Washington was always really a thing in terms of the rumors of the Pac-12 and Really, I guess it's it's collapsed, but this is the first that I've seen of a Stanford and Cal departure as well to the Big Ten. Uh, just your initial thoughts on, I guess, what we've seen so far as it relates to the Big Ten. Um, I, all, like all of these rumors were then followed by like, but they also have no like f- like plan to expand right away. And like no money. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was also the, like they just they, they said, yeah, we'd be interested, but like this isn't a plan. Like we're not planning on this. It's just. You know, it's just something to explore. So, dude, I don't believe anything. But it, it does, I don't believe anything. It does impact Arizona State, and it does impact the Big 12 in a oh, way. Oh, 100%. Because it, if you, I mean, if these teams all decide to, to leave the Pac-12, not everybody is getting an offer from some of these conferences. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that, I forget who tweeted exactly. The Big 10 is doesn't have just like, excess money to start handing over to these universities annually right they mentioned it in a release that they're still working on integrating usc and ucla while also keeping the presidents and chancellors and everybody else kind of up to speed as to potential moves but if the big 12 hops in and says hey we would rather have stanford cal and arizona then arizona state is kind of left in in murky water (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But wh- I think what it actually does, I think the, the only the only way it really impacts anything, because everyone's talking to everybody right now, if you think that no one's talking to anyone, like Wayne again in the chat says, any truth to the rumors that ASU, U of A, and Utah are talking to the Big 12? I mean, everyone's been talking to everybody. That's just how it is. But what this does right now is if a school wasn't, in, if a school like ASU, which I'm not saying they weren't before this because they definitely were, they weren't seeking out fast or weren't like vetting their options faster, they're doing it at double speed now because of this rumor about, hey, not only are schools being poached from the Big 12 or from the Pac-12 from the Big 12, they're also being poached from the Big 10 on the Big 12. Like, yeah. 
or from the Pac-12. So there's too many 12s, too many 10s. The, the Big Ten's going to be 20 schools if this happens. <laughs> like, what are we doing? But yeah, like it, it, it does expedite the process a little bit. Rumors, rumors, but you still got to, you, you got to believe a little bit of everything. Yeah, absolutely. And just kind of breaking down again, if this scenario were to happen as it stands right now, it, it is rumors. We haven't seen anything really come of that Arizona Board of Regents meeting from last night. Uh, but you'd have Stanford, Cal, UW, and Oregon to the Big Ten. You'd have Utah, ASU, and Arizona to the Big 12. And then Oregon State would just kind of be... Oregon State, Washington State. I forgot about Washington State, too. Yeah, those those two, maybe they split up. Go to the, go to the SEC they, and the ACC. Yeah, they feel <laughs> Mountain Westy to me. And I, I hate saying that because I do love both of those schools. Um, but, or no, you know what? They they whack it up, oh, you know. Uh, you know that nineteen point eight percent of college football programs were in the whack at one point. Is that a real stat? That's a real stat. That, that is wild. Yeah, almost twenty percent of all schools that are in college football Division One were in the whack. Look, we were in a u- unique position today because of the the whole name change to Sun Devil Stadium. Yeah, today was weird. Man. It was weird, but you had the chance to talk to Ray Anderson a little bit today, and getting the chance to talk to an athletic director during. I mean, arguably one of the wildest times in terms of college athletics in recent memory, conference realignment, everything. Mm-hmm. What were you able to get from those conversations? Well, I, I when he st- came to over to speak with us, I was like, okay, here we're we're, we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna cheer on the new name change and whatever, and ask him what it yeah. means, and you know we're definitely gonna try to ask him about you know conference realignment and the media deal but we're not going to get anything whatever and i didn't think we were going to get much i didn't think anything was going to come of it i thought it was just going to be more of the we stand with the pack like well this is our conference and we stand with them and he stopped waving the pac-12 flag um for the first time ever like he just he completely stopped yeah the the tune changed 100 changed tenfold like he was not this raw raw Conference of Champions. I stay. I stand with Klyovkov. He, but he also wasn't outwardly against it. You could just tell he wasn't going out of his way to say we are staying in the pack. We are committed to the pack. Um, it was more of just uncertainty, kind of what everyone, all the ASU fans have been feeling. And this did feel a little bit like he stopped speaking for Michael Crow and he stopped speaking for the school and started speaking for an athletic director. And that was kind of refreshing. Yeah, and I mean, an interesting part, and we'll get to the clip here in a second, but instead of going all rah-rah, hip-hip-hooray for the Pac-12 and George Klyovkov and this Apple deal, it was more so of like, we are Arizona State, and at this point, it almost felt like a little bit of a, a selling point or something that he could use as bait in terms of some of the these conference discussions. Yeah. Go. Uh, the PHNX Wildcats or AZ Wildcats podcast uh, was live today, and they were talking about the the Ray Anderson clip that I had sent them. And well, I, I liked the, the the piece that I think Shear said it. He, they were basically saying like, this feels more like ASU is being like, we're, we know our worth. We're yeah. an attractive location. Like we know that. Uh, so we're not scared. We're not worried. And I, and I liked that. Yeah, absolutely. This is what Ray Anderson had to say in terms of Arizona state being in a good spot, regardless of the conference. I know you have to ask, but uh, we're not really commenting on that now uh, because it's in a, uh, a state where uh, credibility is dependent on confidentiality. And so uh, I can't respond to that other than to tell you I remain extremely hopeful uh, and understand personally that no matter how it ends up, Arizona State will be in a good spot. We are in a very good spot. Uh, we are a very respected and coveted uh, institution and program. and. Uh, property as far as media folks and conferences uh, uh, determine and think about us. Wannikin with an all-time all-time comment. Maybe Crow was visited by three ghosts and realizes we need to go to the Big 12. Who is the ghost of of Pac-12 past? Oh, God. Larry Scott has to be one. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe ghost, all three ghosts, ghosts are just Larry Scott. The ghost, no, the ghost of Pac-12 present is Klyovkov. Who's the ghost of Pac-12 future? 
Uh, the president of Oregon State. Oh, my God. It's Connor. Oh, my God. It's Connor Johnson in the chat. Look, he's not wrong. Ray Anderson, I mean, you're wrong about the, the ghost thing, but Ray Anderson I don't <laughs> think is wrong in terms of Arizona State being in a good spot. Uh, really? Yes, I do think Arizona State is in a good spot. Why do you I think, say that? Because I think in, in terms of being a, a program in an athletic department that other conferences would want, and I said this the other day, in terms of the Big Ten and the Big 12. And there was a lot of heat in the comments about me saying that I'd be crazy that the Big Ten ha would have any interest in Arizona State. I, I get the idea that the athletic department and the, the teams in terms of football, basketball, baseball aren't otherworldly, right? They're not Ohio State. They're not Michigan. They're not in the SEC. They're not Alabama. They're not Georgia. However, one thing that Arizona State has above all of those is they have the market of Phoenix. Phoenix is a top 15 market in the country, and that will always be a selling point to any of these programs. It's always going to be a selling point to any of these streaming services. Like you want Arizona State, not necessarily for what it's going to bring you in terms of football, basketball, and baseball. If you get anything from that, that is awesome. And I think at a certain point you will, we're seeing it in Kenny Dillingham. You're seeing it a little bit year after year in Bobby Hurley. But the idea of, of adding a top tier market like that is huge. Because if you look at the top 10 markets, see if you can pull up the top 10 markets for me in, in America, at, le at least in terms of television markets. How many of those massive cities have universities that are up for grabs right now? Uh, LA? No, technically. You have what? You'll have... Cal? Is Cal LA? No, Cal has its own. It's closer to uh, San Jose. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Literally outside of San Francisco, I mean, it's just where the, you get that market. It's the, it's the, the Pac-12 is just the only thing up for grabs. We're talking ACC schools too, because you have Boston, you have, um, you have, you have Atlanta, you have Philly, Chicago, New York. Yeah, there's not. I mean, in terms of the ACC. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is a massive Phoenix market. Is Eleven now. That is, it's a selling point. It's a selling point. And I think that is where what Ray is having to say, <laughs> what Ray is having to say is not necessarily, again, a point of like, we're trying to sell our athletics programs to these, these massive conferences. It's, they're getting programs that, again, are mid-tier, but you're getting a giant player in terms of a market, and I think that'll sell. Big 10 or Big 12. I really So don't you don't think they put themselves in a good spot, you just think they're in a good spot inherently by the Yeah, I think inherently they're, they're gonna always be in a good spot because of the market. Um, at least that's that's my two cents on it. Yeah, I don't know how much stock the schools are putting into it. Just because you look at the revenue they gain, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It, it it it's not. You know, a direct correlation to the size of the market. It just, I I mean, I get I get the potential thing, and maybe they fall for that. But yeah, I I think the only good spot you're putting yourself in is knowing that you need to leave. And that's the only good spot you can be in. And that's what I think the the reference was more towards. I think he, him saying we're in a good spot means we're adaptive. We're adaptive, and we're and he speaks on adaptability for the first time maybe in his entire life. Uh, <laughs> later in the show, we'll show the clip, but he says the words adaptability, and he actually means it. So um, I think that's what the good spot is. I yeah. think the good spot is being adaptive. And we talked, we talked to Ray what a month ago. A month and a half ago and i'd say he's even changed his tune on conference realignment and, and all that stuff even since then at least just in the uh, way that he I'm, is talking i about think it. he changed his, i think a week ago his tune was different yeah i think maybe he, he we have the same conversation two days ago and the tune is different and before before the, the meetings arizona rumors and, and the, stuff no not arizona rumors i think before the, the media numbers were presented and before the the tv deal was presented i, I think and i i just think the faith is gone i think the, the hail mary fell short of the goal line and now ray's looking like oh, i think it's time to go yeah ltc brings up the best point i've ever seen drop a like yeah jj2 your boys dropping in to say any conference hurley and company will be ready to rumble glenn also every school wants phoenix as an away game in september and december uh, cardinal sin honest question why hasn't the big 10 targeted the four corner schools or have they we just don't hear about it I just don't think the four corner schools. I think, mm, yeah, I don't think the four corner schools really fit that well into the Big Ten. Uh, it just, first of all, geography. Second of all, I mean, geography. They don't give a fuck about that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But but second of all, it's just they, they aren't outside of Phoenix. 
Like yeah. there, there aren't there aren't big cities, the four corner schools. They just aren't. And that's what most of the Big Ten is. Yeah. Like if you and let let's if Utah if if Utah's athletic program, or let's just say if Arizona State's athletic program mirrored the success of Utah, we'd be talking about Arizona State to the Big Ten. Would we not? Um I just none of these West Coast schools aside from the two that already left have really been talked about in general the Big Ten. Until today we didn't like I mean we've heard rumblings of Oregon and Washington but maybe but Oregon like would you put Oregon and Washington on the same course of the Big 12 or the or, or, as Utah's athletic programs? I would. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, you think yeah, that's what do I, you, I think you the think, combination. But do you, do you think the reason why the the Big Ten isn't targeting ASU is because they're not big enough Everybody? from an athletic perspective? Okay, I think so. But I think your perfect marriage would be to have an athletic program that again mirrors the success of an Oregon or a Washington or a Utah in this case, mm -hmm. and you put it in a market like Phoenix, yeah. and you certainly have. I mean, you have a top tier school. I I agree with Glenn though. Um, I think Oregon feels more like a Big 12 school and ASU feels like a Big 10 school, but it's not, I mean, that's not going to happen, but they got, they, like Oregon, Eugene, small town, a lot of small town schools are in the Big 12. Yeah. Big 10 just feels more ASUE, uh, gross. ASUE? Yeah. Gross. And you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, no. like, especially their football program, just eh, grind it out. Eh. Like we'll at some point, bunch. at some point, this conference realignment stuff is going to be over. Uh, you're going to be happy about it. I'm going to be happy about it. I think there's plenty of athletic directors and chancellors and presidents that are going to be happy about it. Ray Anderson says he's going to be happy about it too, right? Yeah. The, uh, it was funny. I So I asked him because I just kind of saw the his face <laughs> switch from excited to talk about you know something different other than realignment to, of course, we're going to talk about realignment. Yeah. So once they brought it up, I could see his face kind of just go, well, you know, like, no, 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 we're committed. Nah, nah, nah. And so I asked him, I just had to ask him this question. We'll just go ahead and roll it. How excited are you for all of these questions about uncertainty to be over in this process? Uh, I, am, I, I, I will be as excited as anyone uh, in the industry to have this behind us, to be sure. Uh, but some things you control and some things you don't. We don't control this. Uh, we just have to be patient and be a good partner and teammate as we work our way through the challenges. And I don't, I, I didn't put, bring this in because of ego. Like I didn't just, I asked him a question. I brought this in because of what he said after that. I wasn't expecting him to say, it's not in our control. Like we just got to control what we can control, which was very interesting. And which is what a lot of people took out of these Ray Anderson comments was him saying, we got to control what we can control. Think some things are out of your control. And whether that be him just talking about having to talk about it and you can't control that he has to talk about it, or whether that be you can't control what other schools are going to do, you can't control what media deal is going to be presented to you, you can't control what the future of the conference is going to look like, but you can control the path of your school. And people might be reading into it too much, and but that would make me one of those people. And I don't think that people are reading it, into it too much. I think there's things to, again, we just haven't heard anything like this come out of Ray Anderson's mouth in the past week, even yeah. months, years. It, like it's 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 certainly something. And again, JJ brings it up. Regardless of what people think of Ray, I feel like he's handling today as well as one could. I mean, look, this is we haven't seen something like this in college athletics. I don't think. I mean, not in my lifetime, <laughs> like in the last 25 years, we haven't seen schools dip from conference to conference like this as fast as they have. And no, no, no. <laughs> this I, is not happening. I think at some point in, in the future, we'll, we'll see it again closer to your, your Pangea theory, but Pangea until then, Pangea is here to stay in 2030 until then. I think right now uh, it, it's certainly a, a ridiculous time and it's a tough time to be an athletic director in this conference specifically, yeah, trying to make things happen. I would like to hold a moment of silence for a couple of things if the Pac-12 does die, because I've seen this on Twitter today. Pac-12 after dark. First of all, Pac-12 after dark, that's sad. Um, that being said, there will be Big 12 after dark because they will still have to come to ASU to play and those games will be late. I just know it. Um, so Big 12 after dark will probably be as weird, if not weirder than Pac-12 after dark, uh, but moment of silence for them. Also a moment of silence for Everything being in Vegas if the Pac-12 disbands. Uh, Zona Tucson brings it up. I've been thinking about this for a week now, and it makes me so damn sad. Oh, my gosh. Says, I didn't so even think about it. So does this mean the conference tournament is not in Vegas anymore? Yes. The Pac-12 tournament, or the if it were to be the Big 12 tournament, and again, we're getting so far ahead of ourselves, but I just want to. If the Big 12 tournament 
or if the Pac-12 does this ban, the Big 12 tournament is not in Vegas. If the Pac-12 does this ban, the Big 12 media day is not in Vegas. Um, that is so disappointing. And a lot of other things aren't in Vegas. So one last ride if this is the end uh, with Bobby Hurley and company. Yeah. You just ruined my entire day. Oh, well, my, my week's been ruined. You know how much I love that city. God, that is such a damn bummer. Look, we still got a lot to get into in terms of Sunnival Stadium with the name change. We'll get into fall camp here in a second, but I do want to talk a little bit about Factor. Guys, We you, you brought up the whole trip to Vegas. We just came back from Vegas for, for um, media, media day. Didn't have time to go grocery shopping, but it was perfectly okay because when I got home, I had Factor meals already in the fridge. My personal favorite parts of those Factor meal kits are the smoothies because I don't know about you guys, but I wake up in the morning. I'm not necessarily super, super hungry. I'm not one of those people that wakes up and I'm like, I need to eat my eight eggs a day, right? I'll get to them, but just not first thing in the morning. So I'll grab one of those smoothies, the strawberry banana, the mango. Uh, they've got plenty of flavors and it is all so good. None of it's too heavy. It's low calorie and it is really, really tasty, guys. Head to factormeals.com slash phnxdevils50 and use code phnxdevils50 to get 50% off that's code phnx devils 50 at factor meals.com slash phnx devils 50 to get 50 percent off yeah pete brings it up though you never know the big 12 could see the value of things in vegas pete knows what's up hey they could i i i'm not where is it now where's what the big 12's basketball tournament can you look that up for me also look up where big 12 media day is yeah it's like it's still water no no big 12 media day i'm pretty sure is in uh is it not in jerry world Oh, is it? That's kind of cool. I think it is. I think you're right. I think I think you're right. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of. I guess that's kind of fun. So yeah, it's at AT and T Stadium. Is Media Day? What about the basketball tournament? I will look at that right now. Well, while he looks that up, let me tell you about where to wager on the Big Twelve basketball tournament when ASU is in it, because uh, it's happening. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's happening or not. We'll talk to you about that in a little bit. Uh, sign up for BetMGM though. You can do Ew. that right now. T-Mobile Center, but in Kansas City. Oof. Oh, Kansas City That's, sucks. Yeah, that, see, that just doesn't make sense, though. Geographically, Vegas makes a little more sense. I mean, not really. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> BetMGM, download it. Use that bonus code PHNX to feed different offers depending on where you live. It's about, for our Arizona audience, not our Kansas City audience, because that's disgusting. Uh, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. BetMGM is the best place to bet on the NFL Hall of Fame game, which is tomorrow, baby. We get to bet on football tomorrow. football tomorrow. Jets and Browns preseason, anybody? <laughs> you can bet on it, though. I think the line is one and a half. Don't know which team's favorite. Doesn't matter because it is a preseason football game. But you should still bet on it with BetMGM. And, hey, use that first bet offer. Maybe throw $1,000 on each team and you can get your $1,000 back if your bet loses. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to me talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Joe brings it up, though. One thing you will get from that, even if you do have to go to KC, is that the atmosphere will be better. The Big 12 fans will be louder. They are more passionate, um, and I can guarantee that. Uh, as fun as the Pac-12 tournament is in Las Vegas, it was all U of A fans. Um, and when U of A wasn't playing, they were booing for ASU. And when <laughs> neither team was playing, you could hear whispers of Stanford fans, and that's about it. Um, so yeah, it, that would be fun. Mm, we got a new tweet from Chris Cartman uh -oh. and it has to do with ASU. This is, so Chris Cartman, again, very, very well connected in terms of Arizona state athletics. Sun Devil source tweeting, hearing more chatter in recent hours about ASU considering a leave to the big 12 along with Arizona. It's being discussed more seriously than at any point. New reports today on Big Ten considering adding more Pac-12 teams has the conference appearing on the verge of collapse. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to change my what I've been saying, uh, even for a guy like Hartman, because I don't want to seem biased toward our school's reporters. Uh, I, I'm not going to believe anything until anything happens. 
Uh, no, but if there was somebody that was going to tweet out something in an Arizona State space, it yeah. I would him. I know, I know, everybody. but I'm just. I don't want to be fake. <laughs> I, <laughs> Look, that's totally fair. I'm, I, I, I've just, I've been saying this for months. I, I don't really care who says what. And as I said on the show yesterday, same goes for, for an ASC reporter. If, if somebody that covers a school is hearing something about a school leaving, it's because it's in their best interest to, to be open with, you know, your, your reporters about certain things. You know, if you're, if you want to. If, if you want to get your name out there and and try to get the best deal, you're going to want to talk to somebody. Um, and likely it's coming from the school. And, and and again, it could be true. It could be whatever. It could just be posturing. But it is something. It yeah. is, it's definitely something. I it's mean, not nothing. <laughs> no, like these, these discussions are definitely happening. Uh, Glenn, Chris Cartman doesn't just throw out stuff for likes. He says something. It's legit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying he does that at all. I'm just saying when you hear things from a school, you're usually hearing them for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we'll see what comes of it. Um, if that news drops, <laughs> I love, I love Eddie's comment. The if the drops. bomb drops, where would we hear the announcement? When Dude, would we hear the announcement? Oh, when I thought he said where I was like literally everywhere. Uh, it, I, it, it would come out of nowhere. Uh, th this type of stuff doesn't, there's no, like, as I said yesterday, like the USC, UCLA stuff, the Colorado stuff, like there was, a little bit of talk, especially more for the Colorado stuff. There's no talk for the UC, USC, the UCLA stuff. For the Colorado talk, it was like kind of nothing. Like, yeah, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And then randomly, like one morning, bang, Boom. they left. So, Yeah, look, we'll see what happens. Regardless, I do want to change the discussion just a little bit because the reason we got to talk to Raid today was because Sunnival Stadium is no longer Sunnival Stadium. No, it's not. It is Mass. Yeah. It's Mountain America Stadium. Mountain Mountain America Credit Union um, and ASU partner to about, form. Let's tell you about PHX's newest partner. Like, <laughs> partner to form, quote, one of the most dynamic naming rights deals in college athletics. It's a 15-year partnership. What does that mean? With ASU. Uh, what I, I hate, I hate, 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 hate businessman talk. The One of the most dynamic naming rights deal in history. What God. does that mean? I don't know, but why do you, why do, you do your new, your, your old person voice that wasn't that wasn't an old-timey voice my well, old -timey, that was an old-timey no, voice it. my old-timey voice is this that, that was my newscaster voice can you do it again no i forgot how i did it uh, but no what does that mean what what is the dynamic naming rights i don't mean? fucking know what it means okay. it's just they needed an adjective to put in front of the <laughs> yeah. deal that's <laughs> that's yeah. what it was uh it's a 15-year partnership with asu the, and they're calling it the most important deal in athletics department history uh, it obviously includes ASU's football stadium, which is now called Mountain America Stadium. So again, Ray Anderson spoke today. Kenny Dillingham also getting the chance to talk about uh, the new stadium before heading to practice. This is what Coach KD had to say about the new name. This idea, right, that we were going to sell the stadium, my first reaction was, whoa, I'm going to race here, right? Then I heard the name, Mountain America Stadium, right? It's in a mountain. Is there a better name that you could possibly have for this stadium than Mountain A America? I really couldn't think about it. It was like it was meant to be. <laughs> he is just the best, man. He is the best. He's so he's so silly. People are calling him a <laughs> people are calling him a sellout for saying that. You know, you know, you know. He he can see a lot of things, but if he's one thing, he's genuine. He's, yeah. he's so genuine. That is just him being genuine. He, look, it, put yourself in his shoes as a, as a young head coach in charge of talking about a naming rights, a, a, like a stadium naming rights deal in the middle of fall camp. You get that. In the middle of conference I, realignment. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it is important. It is cool. And we'll get into what it means. But who the hell cares? As a Division One college football coach, I, he just wants to go out there and practice and practice play ball. Practice was going on. Yeah, it was going on. So when he's asked to speak at this, he's probably like, Mom. he's not going to say that, but he's probably like, motherfucker, I don't want to do this. And so to just even have something that is passionate about it, like to bring something out of it is, is awesome. Is, is hilarious and and you can clown him for it whatever but it's just so funny because he doesn't take anything too serious at mountain a america 
has me so weak. I'm still going to call it Sun Devil Stadium. Oh, it's Sun Devil Stadium. X is still Twitter. Uh, <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah. Look, all this. Nothing's real. It's it's Sun Devil Stadium. It, it's going to be Sun Devil Stadium. It, it's awesome that the athletic department is going to get all this yeah. money. Uh, but unfortunately for Mountain America, it's just going to always no, be Sun Devil Stadium. Not unfortunate. They, I think they recognize that. I think they know that. Yeah, I think they knew that coming into this. Like, it. It's good to have their name and, and their logo on everything, but they respect the tradition of of Sunnival Stadium, and, and Ray talks about that a little bit. But it, it yeah, I yeah, mean, we're gonna call it Sunnival Stadium too. Like, it's not going. DFA is still the bank. Yeah. Just, oh god, that was such a good one. Shout out Braden Bell for that. I mean, it also is still a bank. Is their financial as a bank? Yeah, they got a lot of like banking partners. Yeah, finances. Yeah, <laughs> finances. Yeah, love finances. Um, but yeah, this is a really interesting thing because. I, th I forget the number, but only like a very small amount of schools have naming rights deals for their football stadiums. I think it's like 40 something. Yeah. And that's just the landscape of what's going to happen now. Um, this is how you survive in college sports. Uh, it, you put your name on something. Uh, you don't do it for free. You got to pay for it. And they're paying for it for 15 years. And whether that adds something that you don't see or something that you see outside of the stadium, uh, it's going to add value to the program. And I think that's all that matters. So people that are calling this program a sellout, need to just get over themselves. Hey, relax. You're going to go to football games. You're going to call it Sun Devil Stadium. Nothing's going to change. You're just going to see a, a logo outside of it. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> In fact, it's it's good. This is a good thing. You, you're, you're getting money for the school. Uh, you can't... Joe Healy had a great tweet today about how you can't have it both ways. You can't be the people complaining that this, you know, th this school... It doesn't have enough funding. We don't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. And then go flip around and be the same person that's like, they're selling out. They're, they, they're ripping the soul out of this, 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 this school. It is no longer Sun Devil Stadium. This is a soulless corporate. Like, you can't have both. Like, pick a side. Yeah. But funding, funding requires trades. This was a trade. This was a trade. This is what Ray Anderson had to say about the new name for Sun Devil Stadium. Well, it's uh, absolutely timely, uh, given the need to, again, create investments and resources to support our student-athletes across the board. Uh, that's why these uh, uh, naming rights deals are becoming more and more common. So when you need to make an adjustment, you have to do that to benefit our student-athletes. So, uh, But it was important to us to make sure ASU, home of the Sun Devils, remained uh, in the name. Mountain America was very willing uh, to do that. And so uh, it's a new day and age, changes upon us. Uh, and if you've been following, you know the amount of money it takes to support an elite athletic program now continues to rise, and so we had to respond to that. But we've been uh, knowing for a number of years that this needed to happen, and the urgency of it uh, became even more clear in the last year. So we went for it, and fortunately, when you have a company like Oakview Group, which is the industry standard worldwide, actually, uh, willing to step up and help us get to this outcome, uh, we knew we had an opportunity, and so we took it, and we've got a great result. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear the word he said? The A word? The adaptability? The adaptability? Ray Anderson and your Arizona State Sun Devils are adapting to the forever or the ever-changing landscape. That's fun. Uh, and I know it's, it's, it's in the most boring way possible by selling your rights, your naming rights to somebody. But still, um, they recognize that this program needs to be funded somehow and that the school needs to be funded somehow. And the amount of money you need to be an elite program is higher than ever so it's it's good to see them at least recognize that yeah no absolutely and again we've talked about it, it it's it's not necessarily going to change the way that fans look at Sun Devil Stadium or even what they call it uh, but it is something that is going to boost the, the athletic department which at a time when again there is a lot of uncertainty in terms of the Pac-12 and where Arizona State stands it, it is I think a perfect time to get something like this done and he touched on that right by by saying you know there is no better time than now really to get this done so. yeah a very very funny time too very uh, it's just like t today of all days uh, in the middle of the crisis that is i'm sure the state has been picked for a while but. ltc ray is so dialed in maybe he's learning a thing or two from kenny look still got a bunch to talk about there's almost 70 of you guys in here hit that like button yeah, hit the like button real quick i do want to bring up one more comment cole's comment can we please get this on a shirt? I love college sports, but I hate all the old men yelling at cloud comments in college sports. 
there's, I think we can fix the phrasing of that a little bit to make it a little more concise. But I love college sports, but I hate old men. Maybe that's fair. That's right. You know what I hate? <laughs> what do you hate? I hate getting sunburned, which I did a lot of over the weekend. Right. You know what's more annoying than your sunburn? Me talking about my yeah. sunburn? Yeah. No, but look, it's 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 beauty. Yeah, okay? Well, you can see the outline of what you're about to talk about. Yeah. Well, I think. Okay. You want to you want to just throw it up, alley oop? Yeah. Hammered home. Yeah. I just did. Uh, it was the, a shit. It was a shit alley. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't no, you, great. You tried to catch great. it before it hit the backboard. No, that's that's absolutely fair. Look, guys, uh, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say that I have to get up early because I don't have to. But getting out to um, Tempe for ASU's practice in the morning, there is zero shade on that field. It is. It is pretty crazy. All sun, all the time, even with sunscreen. So the only real way to protect like my eyes and my nose really from getting sunburned is with my Shady Rays sunglasses. Guys, you can shop their entire collection at their brand new location, Carolyn Commons, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. Guys, if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a brand new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop their team. Always has your back. Again, guys, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season, a deal like no other. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself to shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Yeah, bucket hat could work too with your shady rays. Yeah, that's true. I don't have a bucket hat though. You can probably pick one up at one of our Circle Ks around here. Ah, Some of the bigger Circle Ks have have hats. Um, But if you can't find a bucket hat, you can find some Polar Pops and just some great stuff at Circle K. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff at Circle K by texting PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32 ounce Polar Pops. Um, they also got beatboxes, which if you want to unwind after a hard weekend or week of covering Sun Devil football or listening to Sun Devil football or just waiting for the Big 12 news to drop, drink a beatbox, which you can get at your local Circle K. Beatbox. Beatbox. Do we have any of those? No. You, Damn it. You know, Circle K does, though. There you go. That's absolutely fair. All text in the chat. PHNX Sun Devils is the best Sun Devils coverage on the planet. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, we, uh, look, you were out there dealing with the new name of Sun Devil Stadium. And right down the street from Sun Devil Stadium, Kenny was running back to, to practice in a giant yellow hoodie. And joggers, which he does. Giant, yeah, giant. Was it big? It's an oversized hoodie. It should. It's huh. not Kenny size. Yeah, um, Ken, yeah. Well, Kenny size is a tiny. One size hoodie. fits Kenny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ASU football fall camp day three. A lot to talk about in terms of what we saw out there today. I want to start with Kenny saying that he felt like today was the best practice that they've had so far. Um, in terms of fall camp. A lot of that has to do with the physicality of today. They put on pads, weren't going necessarily full speed, like just thud here and there, Uh, but it was good to see. And I think you saw the energy pick up specifically on the defensive side of the ball. The defense, Jordan Clark was really the player of the day uh, from start to finish. The energy that he provides, not only as a, a returning guy, but certainly a leader too in that secondary and on the defense, um, he is he might be my favorite player on this team just because of what he brings uh just from like a tenacity standpoint he's the funniest yeah sorry jalen damn he's not gonna like that no he's the funniest on the defense there let's not get myself in trouble jalen's the funniest on the offense he wasn't the only defensive back though that had a day Roe torrance d ford uh chris edmonds who again i've said this before but every time you look at chris edmonds he is literally just Roe torrance 2.0 on the opposite side of the field was uh, so was he playing corner he wasn't playing safety he was kind of all over the place yeah. today I uh, see they did have him safety. loaded in the box a couple different times mm-hmm. which i think fits him whether he plays the nickel a little bit closer in or if he does play over the top at safety and they just drop him down i think it fits again you have a, a corner or a safety at that size you're going to want them in terms of run stuffing. And when I say like the secondary of the defensive backs really came together today, I'm not even saying it in terms of like interceptions or pass breakups, but like just from the standpoint of what the offense was really showing today and giving them, uh, the defensive backs played out of their mind specifically in terms of just run stuffing. Uh, but nobody really wants to talk about the defense. You know what everybody wants to talk about? Uh, Jaden Rashada. Well, Jaden Rashada and the, the rest of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Just the quarterbacks in general, because ASU is still in the midst of a quarterback competition. I said it the other day. Um, I felt like if Drew Pine was going to win this job, he would have done it in the spring when 
Borgay was still on a bum foot. He didn't do that. And now you you ask around media, even after day three of fall camp, and I guess the, the consensus, at least for me, is that Drew Pine is going to have to start stringing together some really, really strong practices if he wants to take this job. Because uh, right now, it feels like Trenton Borgay is in the driver's seat. And I think for some people who don't necessarily consume ASU news a lot, that might be a little bit of a surprise because you see the former Notre Dame quarterback and you're like, oh, like he should he should be the starter. But that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, I mean, if you just didn't really pay attention much to his season last year, then maybe you'd be thinking that. But I wasn't all that impressed with him last year. And he's been fine, but like you can't just be fine at, at ASU when you're coming into a uh, quarterback competition battle with somebody who was here last year and started games and won games last year. Um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we expected. He, he's going to have to do some pretty good stuff. I think I think where he would, would have the edge and where he can can take a lead in the quarterback competition would be in you know those full 11 on 11s uh, when it comes to like Fridays and Saturdays when they actually play full games. Yeah. Um, scrimmages, I think that's when he could do it just because of the command he has and but I mean, Borges got that too. Borges has been been doing this, even though he even though he hasn't been in many games and he hasn't played in many real situations uh, uh, prior to last year. He's still seen this. He still knows what it's like. He stills run with the twos for the last three years before he played last year. Um, it's going to be hard to wrestle that away from him. Yeah, look, I, I, I like I said, I think Trent Borges is the favorite to be the starter. If it was betting odds and I was the book. I would be setting Borgay to be the starter at probably minus 250 right now. That's um, a great line. Yeah, thank you. Jaden Rashada, though, he is... He, Watch out. There's just... I don't... Look, there are still some mental lapses. and I, I, I don't care about that. I don't even think... I don't... You know, I won't even call them mental lapses because I don't think that's fair to just him. experience. Exactly. It's just him trying to pick up these in-game and I guess now in-practice in situations where everything is a little bit faster, but... Some of the throws he makes is just so damn good. And he's the only quarterback on the roster. I think every quarterback on that roster would tell you that Jaden Rashad is the only one that could really make some of those throws. And it is going to be exciting mm -hmm. to see down the line, you know, even a year, two years from now, what he's able to accomplish. Because I think at some point it is going to be his job for the taking. Um, well, football is also just the biggest upside sport. Like... I mean, you think of a guy like Anthony Richardson who was just ass and a half at Florida last year, and he, oh, shit, he's a top four pick now. Yeah. Uh, it's because of his upside, and, I mean, that's that's Rashada. It's all upside, all upside. He is he, he has one of the most ridiculous flicks I've ever seen in terms of arm strength. He can get the ball out on a rope in a matter of half second. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty impressive, so... Yeah, he's just going to keep getting better and better. And it's a really fun thing to have in your football program when you already have a guy that you're pretty comfortable rolling out as a starting quarterback on, on Saturdays. Yeah, look, the last thing that I do want to touch on in terms of what we saw from camp today is the fact that the tight ends just look ridiculous. <sighs> what? Um, so what's this motherfucker's name again? What, what, yeah, somebody brought him up in the chat. The, oh, some yeah. dude that just became a, a Big Twelve uh, whistleblower. Can we even call him? Like he's no, he just he, people, people, people. He's just, just an account that exists. Yeah, people believe him. But I mean, he's been spot on. The, the, the credibility. The, the only way I, I the the thing that I've seen that has shown that he is definitely talking to somebody was the media deal numbers that he presented two days before it happened was spot on, and he's exactly what it was. Uh, basically, he said that the Big 12, ASU, and U of A could happen as early as Friday. So let's hope that happens. If it does happen, let's hope it happens on Friday because your boy is going to Universal Studios this weekend. And I don't want to be on Jurassic Park when ASU decides to leave because I'm not calling into a damn show when I'm playing with the Velociraptors. Did you guys talk about the yeah. We yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look. Yeah. It's gonna or happen. The mummy. It's gonna happen. Even though that ride's only one minute long, it'll it's happen, happen when I'm on that ride. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's just it's just a matter of time before Arizona State, Arizona, Utah, and all these other teams hit George with the the piece on their way out. And the Eli Apple? No, stop it. The Eli Apple. Yeah. Who's Eli the, Apple did that Tyree kill? Who's once. throwing a touchdown over Eli right now? 
Um, you know what's something else that we can that we'll have to RIP if if ASU does leave or the pack just does dissolve. What the fuck is gonna happen with the Rose Bowl? It's gonna be Big Twelve and Big Ten. It it's gonna be with the Big Ten probably. I would assume, right? It's it's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> I'll text that dude, mummy ride is dope. Dude, shit, that mummy know. ride is dope, and you you can get in a single rider line and ride it like eight times in a row. It's awesome. Look, last thing before we get out of here, I want to let everybody know, Arizona State's tight end room is the best in the conference, and it's not even close. What the best in the pack eight, or it, including twelve, in, including it. I mean, yeah, the it best. might it might be the best tight end room outside of Georgia. Realistically. With Jalen Conyers, Messiah Swenson, and Bryce Pierre. Bryce Pierre, Bryce Pierre. This is he is going to surprise people this season. And I don't think people are paying enough attention to what he is doing in camp. I just don't think people really know yeah. what Bryce Pierre I, is capable of. I, I mean, yeah, we've we've heard that from Jalen too. Jalen, obviously Jalen's his friend, so they're very good friends, so take that with a grain of salt. But but Yeah, but I'm not Bryce's friend. It, Wow. I mean, I'll be his friend, wow. but like, I'm not like, <laughs> I don't, I don't owe him anything. You know what I mean? You just said you hated Bryce Pierre. No, what? Dude? You said you don't like his personality. I'm going to FaceTime Jalen right You're now. You're going to FaceTime Jalen right now? Um, He's busy packing his bags for the Big 12. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the tight end room is great. We said that coming into this year, they're going to be really good. Uh, and it, it's it's good to see that but we weren't capping. I forgot about how do Clint and Connor come in here at the same time? I think they're the same person. <laughs> One thing that I forgot to bring up earlier is we've got numbies. We've got numbies of what it would take for the Pac-12, at least the, their TV deal, to get anywhere close to the Big 12. So let's go ahead and pull that up. Numbies. Yeah. So this is from Garrett McClintock, who is a big data guy. He did. <laughs> is that his official title? Yeah, big data guy. <laughs> if Apple charged $100 a year for a Pac-12 add-on subscription, they would need 3.2 million subs to hit the Big 12 number. That's before factoring in a league share, any Apple revenue, and production costs. The math don't math. Yeah. It's <laughs> the idea that the incentives would ever get the Pac-12 near where the Big 12 was at, which again, we touched on yesterday, the Big 12 being the consensus worst of the, the other Power 5 deals. Like, it, that's a problem. That is a major problem, and that is why you're seeing the Pac-12, the beginning of the end, right? Or I guess the beginning of the end was the LA schools. Pac-12 nearing extinction is pretty much, is I guess, what's on deck. What happens to George? Uh, well, I think I think what's going to end up happening to the pack. This is my bold prediction, unless unless all of the schools get poached, which would be crazy. Because if all of the schools get poached, it would be within the same like week. Like we would see, like let's say ASU and U of A do leave on Friday. Yeah, the other schools would be gone by the following week, <laughs> and, and the poaching continues. Then you know your Oregon, your your maybe OSU. Like you would see them all leave at the same time. Um, and then I don't know, but if there are lingering schools behind outside of, I think Oregon and Washington are pretty much gone. I think they would probably combine. Uh, we've heard talks about the ACC and PAC 12 merging, which isn't the worst thing. It's kind of gross, but it isn't the worst thing. It's pretty gross. Um, yeah, it is pretty gross. Connor saying, are y'all worried ASU fans won't subscribe to the Apple TV deal? Yes, Connor. <laughs> I am. It's not going to matter when we're in the Big 12, motherfucker. Hey, stop being so mean That them. wasn't mean. Connor Dude. and I go way back, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah. One of you guys were both wee beavers. Wee beavers? Yeah. What's a wee beaver? Like a, tiny beaver. Like a wee like beaver. A baby. Baby beav. Be a beeb, if you will. A beeb? Yep. Like Ooh, just Utah's beaver? tight ends are really good. They're not as good. They don't go three deep the way ASUs do. They just, it simply is not true. It's not factual. Dude, I'm staring at a Kit Kat Churro limited edition right now. Or a Churro Kit Kat limited edition. Not nearly as good as what they've got over at Illegal Pete's. They may not have Kit Kats, but they do have some bomb-ass food, okay? Tacos, queso. They've got some great custom cocktails, beers. Guys, Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot this summer. Kick back and enjoy an ice-cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons. Five high noons for just $22. So hopefully you're sitting over at the Tempe location at Illegal Pete's watching the show or when the news breaks that ASU is headed to the Big 12. 
you've got a couple of high noons uh, to celebrate. Guys, don't forget to follow at Illegal Pizza on Instagram to stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned on their stories to win free tickets to the concerts you are dying to see, guys. Illegal Pete's is here to make this summer. To the what you're dying to see? Oh, concerts. Oh, they said conferences. I'm like, whoa. For the books. The dying conferences. That's, that's in the ad read already? Yeah, the dying conferences. You're dying to leave. That's yeah. quote for quote. Sorry, I'm sending the, um, the, the Connor's comment about Jalen's head being huge enormous to Jalen right now. Jalen's head is huge. Whoa, dude. That's messed up. Yeah, the NVR <laughs> thinks of the same person, too. That um, Connor and Clint are the same person? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need some four peaks after this week. It's just been a whirlwind of talking about the same thing, but with new news every single day. I love new and news. And I'm sure there's going to be new news tomorrow, and I'm sure there's going to be new news the day on after that. Friday. Uh, new news. New, new news. Good job. Thanks. Sounds like a Pokemon. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to be drinking Four Peaks. So if you want to be drinking with me, get some Four Peaks. Wherever you get your beer, in the Valley, and they also have it in a couple of other states as well. Uh, I'm rocking with the the super juicy IPA right now. Um, yeah, they're just it's the best beer in the Valley. Check out at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You can also get their chicken tendies um, at their 8th Street Pub, which is great. I'm... ASU plays a football game this month. I'm so excited to be drinking Four Peaks and eating chicken tendies at their 8th Street Pub once again during football season. But if you want to participate in the drinking part, you got to be 21 years or older. And please drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. All right, Shane. Is that going to do it for today? Um, Can somebody one more like? One more like. A lot more likes. Let's just sit here and stare at them until they like I just do. I just don't like the, the odd number. Mm-hmm. I, I need the even number of 30. So go ahead and leave a like. And like we've been talking about for, I guess, the last week at this point, there is going to be more news about Arizona State in the Big 12, the Big 10. All of this conference realignment discussion is, look, we are probably a week away from some really, really big stuff going down. So stay locked in. Follow us at PHNX underscore sign up. There's also rumbles about Washington State being in the 16 as well. So... That could be interesting. Um, Who knows? It's going to be fun. And I think that... I I also wonder how the Big 12 would handle it in terms of, like, the vote. Would that... You know, like, how when when are we going to hear that it's going to happen? And when are we going to hear that the vote's going to happen? And when are we going to hear that the vote is finished? Um, This timeline is going to be really weird. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Stay locked in. See you next time. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toad. You can follow Big Pokey at Shane Deef. I'm poking. I'm poking big time. I'm going to just. Always. Yeah. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Guys, we'll be right back here. I'm big Pokey. 2 p.m. Thursday. But for now, peace.